Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app you use, and we are live. Live, youtube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. Hello, how are we doing? Hello, YouTube room. We, uh, the, hello, monetized yes. YouTube room. Look at us now. Small content creators. We started from the bottom. Yeah, now we're here. Let us know what uh, what commercials you're getting. What's being advertised for you? Yeah, what would it be for us? White Claw and I don't know deodorant. Deodorant because we <laughs> say where. Yeah, we do. We we should get a sponsorship. We yeah. love telling people to wear deodorant. Uh, welcome. It is Sunday. We are going to talk a whole lot about a whole lot of pro wrestling here today, uh, including just from. A lot from last night. Just so much wrestling. Oh boy. Summer has started. G1 is in full effect. Oh yeah. AEW have expanded. Collision's in full force now. You got uh, Triple Mania going on. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest here. What? Yeah, no audio's working. People are... Okay, Jake's trolling in the <laughs> chat. Thank you, Jake. Um, yeah. A uh, whole lot of wrestling going on. I've got to be honest, I haven't had a chance to really catch much WWE this week because uh, there's been so much other stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, WWE, they're gearing up for SummerSlam in a few weeks, right? And... Jeez, there we go, yeah. All right. <laughs> ah. <laughs> it's been a hell of a day. Great, great. All right. Well, uh, we were getting, what we were saying is, uh, yeah, WWE hasn't had too much going on this week, but they're gearing up for SummerSlam in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously we're hyped for that. We're going to be there. Um, and I, I don't really know what's announced on this card. I'm super bummed we're not getting DIY versus yeah, Steen. And- it seems Johnny is injured. Um, I uh, Yeah, that tag division now like seems uh, it's time to really move up some people. Creed's uh, obviously lost that match on NXT, which means they might be leaving, but it seems like that story could be still going on. Uh, but I think Cam, uh, Sammy and Kevin desperately need opponents, and that division needs heating up a little bit. Um, I uh, I imagine maybe it's Imperium they're facing. Right. Um, but That'd other be cool. than that, yeah. I mean, they've had a match on Raw, I think, but like to do it again on a bigger stage, you know the match would be good. Uh, but yeah, that definitely seems a little stale since uh, Kevin and Sammy's won that title. Um Nothing officially announced yet, but I think we we do get a sense of what the card is. And the card looks pretty complete now. Like, they haven't been doing these big bloated cards that they were doing a few years ago. Um, They've been kind of sticking to, like, the eight-match kind of thing. And it seems like we're pretty much there. You've got Roman J. You've got, um, I think, Seth V. Balor, probably, with Priest kind of looming. You've got uh, the Women's Triple Threat. You've got Trish versus Becky. Uh, you've got, it looks like Logan Paul versus Ricochet, um, perhaps Austin Theory, LA Knight. Uh, it seems like it's, it's all coming together now. Yeah. Uh, I hope some of those, like you, you kind of sold me, I think Imperium is the next best like tag team to face, uh, Owens and Sammy there, but, uh, the rest of the card sounds pretty good. You got LA Knight, Austin Theory. He's clearly taking that title He's from got to. Austin Theory is completely just not worked. No. I think it's apparent. That Cena es- promo. Especially with Waller coming in now. It's like, yeah. oh, we've now got a, a better yeah. young influencer wrestler kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure we'll f- we'll, they'll fill in the card by the time you listen to this Monday. Raw, SmackDown this mm. week. They'll fill in the card for SummerSlam next week. But we will be there. Uh, if you are going to the show before or after, uh, hit, us, hit us up because 
we will be out and about in Detroit. I'm I'm on the fence about GCW. I'm not on the fence at all. Yeah, I'm absolutely not going. <laughs> if they if they were to announce uh, Yoshihiko, mm. it might uh, change my mind. But yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. So far. Not uh, necessarily thinking about that. But, yeah, if you're going to Detroit, let us know. Hey, if you're in the U.K. going to All In or All In It, all in it sorry, let us know. Uh, we have sold out for that event leading into uh, All In on the 27th of August in London. But um, we might have, like, some leeway to – there might be, like, a, a, a second secondary way to get tickets or – Yeah, I mean, it's – we're, we're based on like the space we have. So we are completely sold out in that space, but um, there is also space downstairs and like a little like garden area as well. So uh, if still feel free to come along and we can hang out just, you might not be able to see the actual podcast right. portion of the show, but you can certainly come and have a beer with us. Um, also, if uh, I know London's pretty big and pretty spread out, so I don't know where, everyone's staying but let us know if you'll be interested in an after party because the the venue has given us uh, permission to kind of come back after all in and hang out and have some drinks and play some wrestling music maybe get some karaoke going uh so let us know obviously um like london transport only runs a certain amount of time uh it is a long weekend though so most of you will be having the monday off so if you want to come hang out and party after all in uh, drop us a DM or whatever because we're trying to gauge interest to see if it's going to be worth it or not. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm sure we'll all want to decompress after watching five hours mm. of wrestling in a packed stadium. But it might it might be nice to just hang out and chill. And if people are still ready to party because the day after they're off, then we'll totally kick off with some wrestling karaoke over in the UK. So uh, let us know for anyone who is uh, going that side. So Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Jake has sent us our first super chat today. Hello, Jake. Saying... Are you going to get back to Dark Side reviews? Really love the Grahams and Junkyard Dog episodes and Marty Janetti. I'm excited for too. Uh, have you have you seen much of Dark Side? Actually, I ha- today? I haven't caught up on all of them. I actually haven't seen both those episodes you mentioned, Jake. However, I did skip ahead to watch the Doink the Clown one, okay. which I really loved. Mm-hmm. It, it was. It was pretty serious, and I'm on the same page as Jake because the Marty Jannetty one definitely has my attention. Yeah, I'm I'm all caught up. I watched the it was Adrian Adonis uh, last week, which was pretty interesting. I part of me likes you know just learning about these wrestlers that I've heard talked about, but they're kind of in a generation before I was really watching, and they weren't necessarily the the top top guy, so haven't really seen a great deal. So that's something I've quite enjoyed uh, with it. Um, a lot this season, like, obviously it's a pretty depressing show. It's the dark side of the ring. But a lot of this season has been, hey, this guy was really good. And then he took a whole lot of drugs yeah. and then did bad shit and he yeah. died young. And it's it's pretty much kind of three episodes in a row. Like your, your Doink, your um, Grahams as well. Doink, Grahams, Adrian Adonis um, and Junkyard Dog. It's all the same kind of thing. I'm looking forward to, you know, more of the uh, Bash at the Beach to see what that's it's coming that's up, gonna be it? about and Janetti, which I'm sure you're gonna feel like gross and icky watching it, but he's such a don't get, he's pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's fucked so, up. So yeah. uh, I think there's uh, I'm looking forward to maybe more of the, you know, light relief episode because 
drugs are bad kids is basically what this okay. show has been this season. Yeah, I, I love the show so much. And I as like wrestling is crazy. And it's interesting seeing a lot of non-wrestling fans getting into that show as well. Because uh, they really love it, especially like these people who don't watch wrestling. They know what it is. They know Hulk Hogan. They know Stone Cold, whatever. But they love getting into the show because it's like some of them are true crime. And that, again, is super mm. popular. So, like, yeah, uh, love the show. And I, 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 it's, it's like I'm already like trying to think ahead. Like, what else could they do? This show is going to eventually not be able to run because, like, they're going to cover everything. Can I? Oh, I mean, there's, there, it's always evolving, right? Uh, I they got to do one on CM Punk. One day, one day we got to have that Saudi Arabia plane episode. Yeah, like I guess I feel there's going to be a lot of red tape they're going to have to get through to try and get that story told. But there's still plenty of stuff we we haven't had. I think uh, Vice did do something on China, right? But we haven't yeah. actually had a like a dark side, dark side on, uh, yeah, on China. There's so many more topics you could cover, and there's they always find the the niche stuff as well. Like absolutely. Um, so uh, yeah, I I really do enjoy uh, that show. Yeah, me too. It's definitely one of my favorite shows to watch. I do have to catch up. So uh, thank you for the super chat, Jake. Thank you, Jake. Uh, remember, we have super chats here now. Look at us. We we're do. we're real. We're we're killing it um we do have also a patreon that we're killing it on and that's how we keep the lights on for real sign up to become a friend it's only five bucks for a whole month's access you get everything that we put out this month and you get everything that we put out in that back catalog all the retro nxt reviews movie reviews pay-per-view reviews best matches ever including some shows we put out this week a was next looking back at january 15th 2014 edition of nxt featuring Pack, a.k.a. Neville, versus mm-hmm. Tyler Breeze, which was pretty awesome for 2014. Pretty good, yeah. Standard's a, a great little cherry pick there. Uh, but also, an up yours. We looked back at Midsummer with Chris Leone, who did pretty good in your, your trivia. In trivia, yeah. For anyone who listens to an up yours, Davey always tri- uh, puts a little quiz on to the person who who picked whatever it is we watch and mm. review. And usually people get around... I've got to make sure they're watching yeah. as well. They're not just picking things blind and having us talk about it. Yeah. Like, We've we got to test you. Have you done your homework? So Leone did pretty well for Midsummer, mm. so that review came out last week. But we had the BDE champ, Fire Frank, pick Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Davey's new favorite movie. Oh, I think you've been watching... You've been watching it like four times now. The review's over, man. We don't need to... You don't need to watch it anymore. So, uh, is that how many times I've been to the toilet today? Four times? <laughs> from watching this movie. Absolute shite. Uh, so listen to our review of that. And Davey may or may not test Frank in Turtles 2 trivia. And we may or may not force him to put the title on the line. <laughs> but you have to tune in to we see. We've got to get it off him somehow. Yeah, we got to. One way or another. Yeah, so listen to that review that just came out there. Uh, but again, to become a friend, you get access to like so many podcasts that we do, so many different things. And it's only five bucks. You can RSS feed it into your podcast app. Yeah, and since uh, since Patreon have kind of changed uh, the way billing works, it used to be regardless of when you signed up, it would bill you first the month. So if you sign up, say, the 30th of a month, right. you're then going to get rebuilt a day later. Uh, they've changed it now. So you get a month from when you, whenever you sign up and that kind of, since then we, we haven't been putting out as like firm schedules because it gives us a bit of freedom to be a bit more creative flowing with it. So with code Rabushi being announced uh, in the golden elite for blood and guts, which uh, we are going to talk about obviously uh, later on this show, we thought it'd be a great idea to throw out a best match ever Golden Lovers. Oh, yeah. We're spreading the love mm. for all our patrons. That's right. Uh, we decided we love Kota Ibushi. 
We love Kenny. We love that they're finally reuniting, and which we're going to talk about. And uh, we're going to be looking at the best of the golden lovers this week. So uh, get your feedback in. I did put up a question in the Facebook mm. group, and I got a, a few answers that helped me uh, help put together a little bit of a list. There's going to be a lot here I haven't seen either. Obviously, yeah. there's there's those big matches um, the like Bucks. against the Bucks. Um, and I think what's fun about this review is we're going to be talking about a lot of people who are in this blood and guts match coming up. So um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to like getting all. All into Ibushi and Kenny. That's right. The Golden Star. So we're going to look back at a little bit of the history between those two. That'll come out this week. Uh, I don't know if we'll have time to record it before Blood and Guts. So we might put that out uh, the day or, or two so after. Which lets us uh, chat about a little bit about that match as well. Mm. when they, Them reuniting there. So that's coming out over on the Patreon. Best match ever. Golden Lovers, which I can't wait to talk about. So all the stuff over there, five bucks to become a friend over on the Poison Rana Patreon. Uh, over on the free feed, this very feed, uh, listen to Shot in the Dark with John Cena. He covers all the other wrestling. I'm sure he'll have a lot to talk about next week when he talks about all the wrestling from just this weekend. But we have What Up Do with B and Cena. And I just dropped a new detox with myself and Jordan Goodman talking a whole lot about uh, Kiwis... Uh, I, I don't even remember what else. Oh, we were joined by a guest as oh. well. It was just a fantastic chat about enjoying life. So go listen to that as well on the, over on this very free feed here. So lots and lots of podcasts to keep you entertained this summer. And uh, we hope you enjoy them. Absolutely. And we thank you for listening. Yeah. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. You could be in Berlin. You could. Yeah, no one's hit us up. We don't have any listeners in Berlin. Who's or... joining us for karaoke in Berlin? In Berlin, yeah. yeah. We're going to Berlin. Sunday to... 20th? I think. Sunday the 20th. Sunday 20th of August, Mauer Park. Join us. Okay, so... Beer in hand. <laughs> songs coming out of our mouths. Davey found this, like, place in Berlin. This park does this, like, park karaoke. So he convinced... That was how easy it was to convince me to go to Berlin. And we're going specifically not specifically but we're going and we're going to try to a see this thing in the park but b try to sing mm. in this park so i feel like maybe i should hit the the dj up being like hey yeah. man uh, i'm making it over from canada Coming all the way from canada just, to, just sing. to sing what would the song be we have to sing together we can <laughs> sing a duet like there's no way we're both getting up there so we need to we need to sing all right together. hit us up at share poison rana pod oh share. do you do you share in a nice summer's yeah. day park you think people in Ger- germany would know that song uh, we should try and, uh, you know, do it all in English, but then see if we can learn parts in German chorus in, in Deutsch. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That'll be, uh, quite interesting. Do you believe in, I've been, I've been doing my, uh, Duolingo, right. uh, trying to brush up my, my German and, and learn some Spanish. You're pretty never... good. You're pretty good at German. It's, though. it's rusty. Like it's, right. it's out of practice, but I know I've got vocab and stuff. It's yeah. just trying to put it all together but um yeah I'll, I'll definitely be trying to speak as much german as i can when i'm over there yeah we're uh, planning our big euro trip in about a month's time we'll be uh, getting on a plane going to the uk but uh we're also you also booked us tickets to the weekend concert at wembley yeah so that's going to be pretty wild yeah. uh, and then we're, we're hanging out in, in london and then we're going to berlin for a few days and then obviously we're going to all in we're doing our all in it we have a whole trip planned it does kind of fit the translation. You, you looked it up. Glaubst du an ein lieber Nachtelibär? <laughs> Someone, please, God, clip that. <laughs> I'm gonna flip, put that over a trap beat. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds just like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so is that the song we're singing? I then? think it's gotta be. All right. 
All right, I agree. What what would be a better song for us to sing? No, there's that? nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, how pissed would you be if the person before us chose that song? <laughs> <laughs> We're just sitting there like, fuck. Guess we'd have to do "Hero" by Chad Kroger. Are you trying to learn more? I'm trying to like look at the rest of it. <laughs> Dickie's saying he's gonna join us in Berlin in the YouTube chat. Oh, he means he thinks we're talking about WCW Berlin again, which I am a big fan of. Ich glaub wirklich nicht, dass du stark genug bist. Nein. Someone's coming in this YouTube chat like, huh? Wrestling review? What's this? <laughs> Just singing, sharing German. Hey, it's our show. We do what we want. <laughs> Do we have to talk about wrestling? No, we don't have to. Uh, we we have this whole trip planned. So if any uh, any people are out in those in those ways, hit us up. We'd love to. Or any recommendations for Berlin as well. We're not sure if we're getting into the Bergheim, but we're gonna try that. Have you ordered your mesh shirt mesh yet? black shirt? Yeah. No, I haven't uh, actually. But so I'll dog collar, some chains. Should I get a dog mask like we saw at uh, Toronto Pride? <laughs> <laughs> that, they were saying like someone described that in the video right yeah yeah exactly uh, Germany right oh well uh, we should probably talk about some wrestling I guess so yes there is so much wrestling to talk about uh, follow along with us on the socials at Poison Rana Pod Twitter Instagram threads all that stuff to check out all the links and everything that we do but uh, yeah let's do this let's do it starting with AEW Dynamite this week um, and we kind of been continuing this whole JAS story with Jericho, uh, Don Callis trying to have him join his family. We right. were wondering, is Jericho going to be sort of the fifth man in uh, for BCC? But right in this opening segment, it kind of was clear Don Callis was like, no, it's not to do with that. Yeah. And sort of tugging on his heart uh, strings a bit, showing a clip of them from like 20 years ago. Um, and Bad News Allen telling them, like, you should never leave each other's sides, stick together. <laughs> so now Chris is like, oh, what do I do? And this caused, you know, Jake Hager to give his hat back. He's like, you've got to make a choice, Chris. I've been saved you in, in Abu Dhabi. I've been with you since day one. I left an undefeated MMA career uh, to join you. Um, Sammy and uh, Garcia, they've made it through to the finals of this Eliminator tournament, and they're like... Yo, Chris, what the fuck? What's going on? So what's going on? Yeah, uh, Jake Hager leaving the hat behind like Peter Parker, leaving yeah. the spider suit behind. <laughs> here. He's just like, it's over and leaving it. It's like what when you put your boots in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's done with the purple hat. I thought he was great because he's such a funny character. Yeah, yeah. But he did it all with such like sincerity yeah, and yeah, seriousness yeah. and I gotta give you this back, Chris. I, I almost need like uh, like a slow video slideshow of all the times him wearing the hat, clips <laughs> of him set to like you know some slow music, piano. Yeah. But yeah, uh, th- could this be the end of the JAS? Uh, I think Hager should just always stick with Jericho, no matter what. Yeah. I think that will be the case. Uh, I didn't mind the match with the Commander. It had some really good stuff, and then it had some not so good stuff. But that's kind of what I expected. But you know what? In 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 hindsight, like I still think Jericho, even though he's up there, can still hang and still be a a key character on TV when used properly. And the stuff using him in Canada as a character and and teasing with Don. I wonder is this just to have Chris as a babyface in Canada? And then I see him like reverting to heel, like pretty. But like the tour is like over now, so it's like yeah. So I I can't say I've been. I think the whole JS thing has been pretty messy. Um, you had like Daniel Garcia, like is he a wrestler? Is he a sports entertainer? Um, was the clear kind of like conflicted babyface in the group, and then they seem to give that role to Sammy 
twice yeah, now. They yeah. gave it to Sammy uh, for that, you know, ROH four-way uh, match, um, which which I think Garcia should have absolutely been in. And then they kind of did this weird babyface turn with Sammy because he's going to be a dad. And, you got to be a babyface. Now it's dad. like Garcia's the heel in it. It it feels all out of place. And now Jericho teasing to leave. It's like, well, what what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Like, I want what's cool Hannah Ange going to say about all this? Yeah, Daddy Magic. Yeah, they've got great new T-shirts out though. Okay, there's a because Magic is teaming was teaming with the Butcher, mm. so he had like this like Magic Beef or Magic Meat or something like that right. uh, T-shirt, and then Cool Hand Ange has a cool shirt that says like "Don't touch the hair" or something like that. That's what they're doing right mm. now. Um, yeah, does Jericho interfere in the Blood and Guts match and align himself with Takeshita and Callis? Like I assume after BCC, sorry, after Blood and Guts. This feud is over, and we separate into like singles feuds. Yeah. And and Takeshita and Callus, I wouldn't say are aligned with BCC going forward. No. So you could align with Callus, Takeshita, and Jericho. Okay. So what build to like Takeshita and Jericho against Garcia and Sammy, and then That's, all the singles that yeah. come out of that. Yeah. They they seem like determined to have Sammy as a baby face at this point. I don't but know why. We're we're all I feel just waiting for that. Garcia's story. I to mean, find out like, yeah, yeah, I'm a wrestler, and he leaves it, and you know he can keep the silly dance because it's he better, it's yeah. over. But like, yeah, it's I haven't been enjoying it. I I liked this. I think Callus is awesome. I yeah. love all his promos. I, I hope love... he's okay. Did you hear what happened to him? Did you see what happened? Did to he him? get fucked up again? So so last night in at Triple Mania, which I'll give some thoughts on a bit later. He. Was out. He came out there to like pretend he was going to interfere mm. in Kenny's match. So they Conan sent him away. At a press conference after, where Kenny was being interviewed on the baseball field, uh, they had to catch to come in to beat down Kenny, mm. and like Don was there to trick Kenny, and then Takeshita beats him up. So they had security like pull them away. But one guy who looks like he's just like a photographer or something took it upon himself to just tackle Don Callis and ta- pull him off and like attack him. And people were like, yo, he's, he's acting like, yo. It's <laughs> so, like when- <laughs> you know, you know, I'm sure he's fine or else we would have heard a lot more news. You know, Callis loves that even more now that he had someone physically think this guy was actually being such a I, dickhead. I always find it so funny when that happens. Remember when that, uh, Female security at WrestleMania yeah. tackled Gronk. Gronk. Is that Gronk? I'm, I'm, I'm in the uh, finish. I'm Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stop gender from winning here. Please. Yeah. Uh, or there's so many instances like that. But uh, this is... It, like, you see it off camera where he, like, gets mm. kind of tackled and taken down. And he's like, yo, what the hell? I wonder as well if this is, like... AEW are juggling a lot of things at the moment. You've got blood and guts. You've got your stuff on collision. You've got, um, obviously, all in. I think... Is this Callis Jericho thing, I guess, starting to plant seeds for all in? It's just, it's, again, it's it's kind of messy because we're doing the the combat club stuff right now. And it yeah. feels like anything else should be starting after that. Yeah, yeah. But I think they're aware of how much time they've got to get through things. So sure. we're starting to see, like, seeds planted already for all in. But I'm still not entirely sure what it is unless it is that that tag or yeah like i imagine the pay-per-view is a lot of singles whether it's like a Takeshita kota ibushi a pack kota ibushi jericho i'm not sure where his match lines up for any of these shows but i would guarantee that he's on that show both of those shows 100 percent. and i think with it being uh back-to-back pay-per-views now that's been confirmed and we'll be talking all about that a bit later you can do you know 
you do the tag match on All In and the right. singles on All Out and some other feuds you maybe do the it the other way around and that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. So to share like the the wealth of these exactly. stories and things. Yeah. And it's only a week's turnaround, so that's probably what we're going to. Look, Jericho gets a lot of flack online just for being Jericho. Yeah. And I I totally sometimes agree with some of the things that people mm. nitpick, but to me he is one of my all time favorites and I would like to, I still think he can go. Even the match with Commander was a little rough, but that guy's moving like a million miles an hour. He's new, I also like, don't think Commander's as smooth as some of the others. Yeah, like he is yeah. a bit. Oh, this might not work out. This move. Every time he does like the that. rope walk, I'm nervous yeah. for him. Right, but yeah, like I, I love Jericho, and whether it's him being protected in tag matches, that's fine. Like he still hits his key moves, can still get heat and all this stuff, and people still want to sing his song. So I, th- I still think he's a a part of the puzzle when it comes to AEW. Oh, and, and yeah. for. He's going to be one of the most recognizable people on that show. Exactly. He's going to be, and they'll, I'm sure, send him out on all the media rounds because people know who Chris Jericho is. Yeah. Going on Good Morning Britain this morning, like all those shows, like I think Jericho is the guy you use. He's got to get on a panel show. Yeah. He would oh, be great. What, like, yeah. He would be, week, he would be hilarious thing. on yeah. one of those shows. Look, as many times, as, as much as like people who listen to wrestling podcasts and go online for wrestling, and we all love wrestling and know everything in little details of what's going on. When we go out to wrestling events and bars and rest, talk, wrestling's brought up, so many people go, oh, I love Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah, he's in that other WWE thing. Mm. Well, no, it's actually that. Oh, yeah, I bought tickets. He came out. Yeah, I love Jericho. It's like they don't know anything. They're like, oh, fuck, $40 yeah. tickets to see this guy. I used to like this guy. Yeah, Y2J, cool. I mean, a couple of the people we're going with, we're going to be sit, sat with our kind of lapsed fans. Yeah. And they're going to not know who anyone is and then be like, oh, oh Chris Jericho. It's Jericho. Also, Let's break the walls down. Yeah, <laughs> also like the the as much as like Jericho, you know, people always – go like the Cena you can't see anything mm. is broken like that that's just like famous worldwide yeah. so is like Randy Orton RKO but the walls of Jericho like everyone knows what that mm. is Every like that's become like the next generation sharpshooter so like I I see a lot of memes and there I don't know if you know who Adam 22 is 22 but uh, there's a, a bunch of memes where people are like oh he had someone else putting his wife in the walls of Jericho I'm like how did walls of Jericho become like a like no, well known I mean, thing I it's amazing as well because it's such a simple move when you think it's like it's one, the of the, it's one of the moves that young lines yeah. learn right um, we could never do a best match ever Jericho because I just have too many favorite ones we'd have to split it you'd yeah. have to do like pre WWE WWE post WWE. Welcome to our uh, Chris Jericho fan club podcast. All right, we spent a lot of time on this, yeah. but one more question: If he is doing the like the media rounds, Jericho on the Graham Norton show, who are the other two guests on the couch? I would like it to be like a rock star because Jericho would be he, he would know what to ask and, and talk about and an actor, I think, and then an actor, yeah, someone who likes getting in fights or something. Russell Crowe, I don't know. Who would Jericho sit down with? Yeah, let us know in the comments. Let us know. You want a really varied, but also you know, like you can drink on that show. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Jericho is going to get the goose trolleyed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jericho getting absolutely buckled on BBC or whatever. With fucking Vinnie Jones and uh, Vinnie Jones and what Dave Grohl. That would be fucking insane. That, Jericho's not big enough for that. Let's throw a, like an actress in there as well, like Julia Roberts. Julia. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jennifer Lawrence, I think she can yeah. she can drink. Yeah. yeah. I want someone who knows how to party yeah, to sit down with Chris absolutely. Jericho. Let us know. I wonder if he still parties the way he used to party. I think so. All right. I think so. <laughs> right. Well, uh, also on Dynamite, we had the continuation of our uh, our two best friends. No, not Chucky e. T and uh, Trent Beretta, but Adam Cole and MJF. That's right. The best friends in the world. We saw them uh, what, go to a bar this week. MJF trying to hit on some girls. Play video games, played Fight Forever. See, like, I loved and hated these segments. Yeah. Uh, to me, it reminds me of Family Guy humor. Like, MJF is Stewie Griffin. Mm. I've said this before. Like, he remind the way he acts and talks and everything. Like, he's he plays coy a lot of the times, and then other times he's straight up just, like, a jerk. And, like, him doing shots at the airport. Were they at an airport? It looked like it. They were at a lounge or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a hotel. And, like, they do the shots. They did the shot, hit the, the ground yep. first, bottoms up, pulling out. Uh, and then, of course, it's him, what, basically bagging four of uh, Toronto Tom's indie like, wrestlers? No, I, I really care about Brit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, I'll take it myself. Yeah. Uh, we recognize them because they work all the Toronto indie mm. shows around here. Taylor Rising, I think, was one of them. Slizia as well. But yeah, then he comes back and he's, what, zipping up his pants? Like, uh, like that's a little, like, all right. Like The kids watching would love that kind yeah. of stuff. But he's supposed to be the bad guy, I guess. But uh, I love... The back and forth, everyone's just assuming, okay, wait for MJF to finally turn on him, which they must have some sort of twist ending here to swerve It's us. just like layers within layers because both know they're fucking with each other, yeah. but both are genuinely like starting to enjoy each other's company. Yeah. I think MJF was being kind of sincere when he was like, oh, I never really had friends to play multiplayer with. Multiplayer's <laughs> great. Oh, yeah, he's trying and to make Cole, it. Cole gives him a look like... Oh, buddy. <laughs> I love how it's M- MJF taking him for shots and trying to, you know, get girls. And yeah. it's Cole being like, here, I stay at home and play video games. Mm. And even funnier is the online video where everyone thought a few weeks ago there was a gun to CM Punk's head when he was like, buy the video mm. game, when clearly he didn't know what he was talking about. It, that's how MJF acted in the new one, where it's Adam Cole like, hey, I'm with my friend MJF. And he's like... Yeah, and they, and they got that deluxe pack because they had FDR in the game. Right? Yeah, yeah they could spin out the big bucks. Um, I'm personally enjoying it. I understand people's criticisms saying like, "Oh, this is your world title picture and it's it's comedy." Right. Um, but I was a fan of those Kurt Angle Austin things back in the day as well. Yeah, I think it's entertaining. I think it's been the best version of these MJF buddy buddy stories we've had. Um, I don't know. I did enjoy the Jericho singing back. I mean, I think we could get that as well. I think we could get MJF (laughs) trying to get, uh, get Cole to sing show tunes with him. Well, we really just need the double clothesline. We do need the double clothesline. (laughs) Uh, fun match as well against my new favorite tag team, big bill and Brian Cage. The big lads. Yeah. Big bill. Bill. Yeah. I put out a, a meme that was, uh, say no to one Bill Phil and say yes to one Big Bill because yeah. Big Bill is great. He's great. He's fantastic. We, we do was next, and a few week, a few shows ago, we looked at Big Cass versus Aiden English in the sing along. The sorry, the sing off, mm. and he was great in that years ago. So that's yeah. We need, we need Big Bill and MJ. Big Bill. To sing. I think they get together and sing one Big day. Big Bill used to bust some pipes. He used to busk allegedly. In the subway. Yeah. No. <laughs> According he, to the commentary, he's got a great rendition of Danny Boy. In Apparently. Here. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I I really enjoyed the match. I I've been enjoying this comedy, and to be honest, it's uh, I think it's getting Adam Cole more popular than he was in this first run in the company yeah. so far. Um, I'm, and I think they can heat it up and make it serious when they need to. Um, they could win these titles. 
Yeah, I was I was like, hey, it'd be interesting if they did actually grab the titles, maybe not from FTR, but from someone else, and then you know somehow the titles then switch off. It would just be interesting and funny if they just stayed as friends and actually didn't feud. But clearly the feud needs to go into this. I'm wondering if it's going all the way to an all-in or an all-out, and that's where we are getting this match, because it seems like then this feud would be the missing link to then connect finally punk and mjf to go at it one more time in chicago at all out i assume yeah i i'm kind of i want to see this friendship last a bit longer though and it's gonna be that everyone has that friend where you bring them out and everyone's like why are you friends with this guy and you're like i don't really know yeah but i don't know i've been with him for years at this point you don't think that about me right no 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 um and I think that's what it can be for Cole. It can be Cole as a babyface. Everyone's like, why are you hanging around with this? Oh, I don't know. He's, he sucks, but I like him. Like, I, they're, they're pretty funny, especially the Shivani digs and yeah. stuff. Like, that had me laughing. So, again, I, I actually do. You're right. Look, like, back in the day, all the wrestlers did this shit. Mm. Like, and they, there's social media now, which changes and removes that, like, curtain away. But they're still managing to, like, get laughs and get something out of it. And AEW aren't the best at storytelling. They're mm. amazing at delivering matches, yeah. but story-wise, they're not that great. I would say this one is working. So I think as well, there's if you've been following the MJF character for all these years, it's there is always that thing, okay, he's always being devious. What is he cooking? When is he going to turn? Yeah. We had that with the Punk feud, which was obviously a lot more serious when he was, you know, um, like bringing up about how he felt betrayed by Punk or bullied at school and all that kind of stuff. Um, this is obviously a lot lighter, but knowing the MJF character, you're always going, okay, when is he going to strike? When's that going to happen? And they've built Adam Cole in such a way where he is a baby face, but he still is kind of admits I've been a prick along my life, even doing like the thumb to the eye in this match and stuff like that, where it could be Cole to be like, no, like you're cool, but I still want your title. I feel like that's probably the sw- the swerve in the storyline is Cole getting this huge baby face reaction when he decides that no MJF, mm. like I'm going to turn on you and eventually sets up that match. Like again, part of me, a bigger swerve is like MJF and him win the tag titles. And <laughs> I could see them doing it. Like I assume they, I assume they get to face FTR and when, and then when they lose, that's when MJF, like, is that a big enough match for all in? FTR do the tag match at all in? No, I think it's FTR in the Bucks. That's no if hands or buts. But yeah, Bucks, I mean FTR. Bucks are a million miles away from them that right, right now. now but, but in about a I, month, actually, I think they did announce when this uh, this match is taking. It's place. like next week or two weeks it's, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so, so yeah, we got the final what on Wednesday against Garcia and Sammy. Right, and then that'll be pretty good too. Yeah. So lots of good stuff. Oh, I, right. I, I am liking that storyline though. Me too. Okay, and we had uh, Nick Wayne's debut in AEW this week. I think they've done a fantastic job with all these videos uh, showing who he is, um, about his his dad, Buddy Wayne, and the connection with Darby Allen, and then had a killer main event match against Swerve. I, I think they've, like nailed it with nick wayne so far yeah the videos did did wonders again they should just do more of these for their actual wrestlers we we praise their like road to specials and stuff but sometimes having a two minute three minute video on someone showing who they are can go such a long way and this kid literally 
being 18 years old and then now finally being able to wrestle here and showing the story of, cause it was, it, it was making waves when it happened, when he got the contract, mm. but he's still been wrestling and he's still wrestling like this week. He's still wrestling all around the world doing indie shows in like Japan now and like everything. And his career is definitely taking off and you watch him one time. And if this was the first time seeing him, you definitely probably became a fan because he was very impressive and swerve. Like we've been saying for a long time, years now that this guy is like a main event player waiting to oh, burst yeah. right onto like that, that scene and steal it. But this was like a great interaction. These two know each other. They've had history, the whole stuff with Darby as well. So I, I love this. And this kid made his name on, in like one night and we'll definitely be seeing him. We got to see him live at GCW in that one like mixed tag match or whatever. And we were like, oh man, this kid's like young Osprey. And I, that's what 18. I get. Like, yeah. when I used to go and watch like indies back in the UK before Osprey was huge yeah. and he was smaller than that, I definitely get that vibe. And I, I think uh, I saw some like discourse about, oh, you build him up just to lose. Yeah, he's 18. He, yeah. should, he should lose. He shouldn't lose. Like, he shouldn't beat a guy who's been killing people. Like it's, it's For got- me, it's almost like when it's, you know, the World Cup and England are putting their team together and they bring this 18-year-old over, they might get on to play for like five minutes of a game. And that's yeah. like, but that's still a win. You're fucking 18 and you've made the national exactly, team. Exactly, yeah. That's what I kind of felt here with Nick Wayne. He absolutely shouldn't be winning against Swerve. And... I think they they did it in a great way where Swerve had to get really nasty. That arm snap thing. Oh, I was sure I heard a crack. It's terrifying. And then Wayne's kind of scream after it, and then just staring at Darby as he hits like the JML driver. I thought it was awesome, and it appears that's where we're probably going. Swerve v Darby. Yeah. Again, is that a TV match or is that all in? Like, that's a big that enough match for all in. in. Match. Like, Swerve needs a big all in match. I thought it was going to be Swerve and Keith Lee, but you know, I think Darby Swerve. I don't think we're ever getting that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a pretty cool AEW just one on one lights out match. Mm. Darby and Swerve, those guys will murder each other. I'd like to have them kind of follow. Nick, you say Nick Wayne's doing like all these indie dates as well. I think maybe not have him wrestling every week on yeah. TV, but continue these video diaries. Like, let's say in a year he does the Super Juniors or something like that. Document that. And I think he's someone who can be almost like uh, a more serious version of Thea Hale in Chase U, in a way. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Where yeah. AEW's like his education, almost, and we're seeing him uh, grow up before our eyes to yeah. eventually, hopefully, pays off. And he is a legit main eventer down the line i think so man so much potential absolutely and it's super cool this kid's 18 man like yeah i was watching a lot of wrestling at 18 is like i am right now (laughs) but yeah crazy and then uh we had the main event segment where it was revealed pack to be the final member for bcc they beat down omega i like they didn't hit his music so it's just like kenny standing there and in the back corner of the shot you see this little fucking troll with a chair yeah. and his fucking probably picked up his hammer eventually too i'm like what is that what is this troll oh it's pack <laughs> the troll came back from out of the bridge over in the uk and made his well his way back to north america i i it was cool but then i inst- i knew we knew where it was going when kenny's getting beat down and they're about to murder him with this steel chair stomp to his throat He's like, no, 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 just look at the screen. <laughs> I thought, because doesn't he go, like, packs like any last word? Yeah. I thought he'd just be like, Koda, Koda Ibushi. 
Yeah. And then you could do the lights and right. the video, but he's like, no, no, roll, roll the tape. <laughs> Let they play the video I made of my best friend. And then, I mean, and then they play a video of Kodabushi. Really, it should have played, my boyfriend's back and you're gonna be in trouble. Because that's pretty much what it was, yeah. is, hey, you fuckers want to play ball? Well, I got my boy, and he's crazy. So, Kota Ibushi officially announced for AEW, Blood and Guts, the Golden Elite. The Bucks show up in the middle of the ring. They clean house. They save Kenny. No Kota in mm. in uh, Canada. Yeah, they're not flying him out for two weeks. It's okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like this. First of all, Pac, I wasn't on like my list of people I thought of at all. Came as a as a surprise, but makes complete sense has all this history with Kenny, all this history against uh, the Elite with the Trios tournament. Yeah. Um, a tie to BCC being British and also working with Regal in NXT for all those years. Right. Um, like, I think a great fit. And also, perfect timing because Pac has to be featured at the Wembley show. Yes. They've got to. And it would feel a bit kind of, at this stage, shoehorned in if in like three weeks from now they bring Pac back to build up some random match. Now... He's like right in the main event mix. It makes sense. He's, I liked his justification. You think I'd forget that you broke my fucking nose, Kenny? Yeah. Like, no, I'm coming for you. Right. So I thought that's awesome. And the, um, just, you know, Pac squaring off against like, Ibushi. Guy. Ibushi of that's course. the, that's what I would book. You want yeah. all in to be like the first time where it was like crazy matches just put together. That's the match. Ibushi, Pac. Like, you've got the Pac hangman history as well, being like the, you know, fair, the yeah. first match full gear big feud yeah that's what the full gear comes from so right? uh i think this match looks incredible yeah These so 10 the golden elite yeah the, this there are five of them finally together here in AEW. code is going to make his debut it's going to be absolutely nuts and then i the, my only like we're going to all in i hope he's on that card but seeing abushi in AEW is going to be crazy and i can already hear some of the discourse of oh i don't know who this guy is why should i care about this guy i just watch it and yeah. find out. Like, so someone came up to us at a, at a show recently we were at because we went to so many a few weeks back, and they were like, "I just didn't know what they were trying to say." Dream match for someone I didn't know, and then I watched the match and went, "Oh, I totally understood." Talking about Vikingo mm. that one time, and then they're like, "Oh, now I understood." I'm like, "That's that's that's like another one of those things. If you don't want to look up anything, that's cool. But when you watch it and it blows your mind, isn't that even better? Like, yeah, I mean, we've been." saying that on uh, Up Next about someone like Ilya Dragunov. It's just, like, put him in a match. He's one of those, Ibushi's one of those talents that, like Imagine a, that match. Vikingo, you, uh, you watch him the first time and you go, wow. And, and Ilya, you could totally have come in out of nowhere to face Gunther and you'll get those fans, who the fuck is this little Russian dude? And then you watch the match and go, oh, that's one of the best matches I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So uh, I, especially in a 10-man match, there's enough star power there. If you don't know who he is, he's going to blow your mind. Um, I see him hopefully being more like a, uh, like I don't see him AW full-time, but right, like right. kind of that Osprey role where he's a special attraction, can do your big shows. He can come help Kenny when's needed or feud with Kenny when's needed. Um, and... Because I don't think I don't necessarily think his character works as a weekly TV. No, character. no, no. He should be that just like have keep that aura about him. Kenny's heavy. Yeah, Kenny's man. You 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 touching my man? I'm coming back. Takes his earrings. I'm coming back. <laughs> so uh, yeah, prediction for this match. Who's 
who's winning this thing. It should be the Golden Elite. Let's let's give them the clear cut win. Let's have them. I mean, this is designed this months designed to have Wheeler Yuta's face absolutely mushed in by Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega. Yeah. Like him pinning him, I was like, oh, Kota's coming in and he's gonna kill you. Wheeler Yuta taking the pin for sure. Yeah, or or you could have like Ibushi pin pack to set up that right, match or right. something. I don't know. I I think the the elite, the golden elite, elite are more the people you're gonna be focusing on those big matches at Wembley. Right. Like if you are building Bucks FTR, like you won blood and guts, you're the tag team, you should be going up for that. Uh, Kenny against Osprey again, you won this big match, you get redemption, you're going against Osprey. Um, whereas BCC side, I don't really see like what is the Mox match for uh, hmm. for All In for all some out. sort of death match with someone, uh, something like that. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll figure it out. I, I do want these teams to split off. Like it's got I, as much this, as I yeah. want, I can't wait for this match this week, uh, which we'll definitely talk about next week. But like, yeah, this uh, has to end it. It will, and I'm sure we'll get into some better stories. Like, and who are the two starting the match? Oh who, yeah, who how does it work? Distance? Right, it's war games, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, a, Nick Jackson and someone. Claudio, he's probably got all that sta- stamina. Right. Yeah. True. Nick Jackson, Claudio. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, something like that. All right. But yeah, look, that's this Wednesday, right? This Wednesday night, yeah, Ooh. which is going to be crazy. Can't so, wait. Uh, yeah, I'm working. I'm going to try to have it on it. Oh, <laughs> we'll see. Um, but um, Kota Ibushi coming in, which is just crazy. One of our favorites for sure. So we will be doing our best match ever, Golden Lovers mm. show, sometime Thursday. So we will give some... Yeah, we'll get, we'll have it out by the end of the week. Yeah. We can talk about Blood Guts as well. And moving on to Collision, we had a hour-long match two out three falls FTR taking on Bullet Club Gold um, in a hell of a match here 58 minutes yeah they went something like that teasing the time limit draw which was great I thought yeah Uh, pretty crazy I mean these guys have been the only guys wrestling on this show since like it started like Mm. they've been the main events interchangeable what the match is but like whether it's four on four two on two whatever but yeah, uh, Jay White coming into AEW, everyone was like, this is bad timing. You should have went to WWE. We're really not sure if that was even the case. And he came in and everyone went, wow, look how they're using him. And, I mean, I saw them using him in main event slots pretty quickly, considering being here only mm. a little while. Here's another example of that. Him and Juice Robinson, I knew of them before for many, many years. But now seeing them put together, I was I groaned at it. Mm. And then now I love them. <laughs> Tony Khan's done this a lot, hasn't he? When you go like, "What? Why would you? Why would you book? Why that would you do match? the Bang why, Bang why Gang?" And then you go, "Okay, you're right." Because you're the, right. The juice, works. the juice character yelling at the camera and all this stuff. He's so funny and so good, and I just want to see him get his ass kicked. And then Jay White's kind of fit in that category, but his wrestling. I mean, we've watched Jay White matches go like an hour, like mm-hmm. seventy minutes or something, and this is the longest match in AW in a, quite a long time, especially TV wise, and. Uh, bringing it all four guys just putting on like a wrestling clinic it felt like three because it's two out of three falls it felt like three different matches all in one match which these the good one of these should feel like that and i don't know like i felt that the time uh i felt they moved the commercial breaks around more than usual because they went pretty fully the whole first fall before taking commercial from, yeah from what i remember so i, I like that because it and then we're like okay falls over 
let's go to break. Right. So it and it did kind of refresh you those those breaks throughout it. Um, I I really really like this match. I do I do wonder what you're doing with BCG next, like Jay White. BCG <laughs> Jay White Punk is that where we're going after this? Because this this felt like the end of this rivalry. Like yeah, it felt yeah, pretty yeah. definitive. FTR winning here. Um, but yeah, I I really liked it. I, I'm with you. I kind of was like, ugh, juice with Jay White, but it's completely worked. And yeah, and these four have put on really great tag matches. And I I actually this I think was my favorite week of Collision. I like that it's become kind of more the wrestling show, kind yeah, of a bit yeah. bare bones with the you know the the kind of cold open with the promos, longer matches. Um, I kind of yeah. I'm into it. It's it's going to take a while to like rehab some of the other characters on this, but um, if you know you're going to get kind of these pay per view level matches given time on a Saturday, like it's certainly something I'll check out on a Sunday morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, and and you know what? And it's also on at eight. This opened the show, so it was on at eight. I was like, oh, I can still do stuff after. I mean, yeah. I didn't know it was going to go on for an hour. Mm. I did predict it would be going on long, yeah. and it did. But it it was totally good. These things with these AEW long matches, like we've seen with that Iron Man match, will you rewatch this all the time? Probably not because it's so long. But this this goes up there as one of the best tag team matches in AEW for sure. It had so much going on. It had the hot crowd in in Calgary Saddle Dome. Stampede's going on. You had the sharpshooter spot where Jay White tuned up the band mm. in Calgary to get booed, only to fake him out and put him in the sharpshooter. Jay White had me howling. Uh, just like commentary every time they say Jay White was the reason MSG sold out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is absolutely not true. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like the, the teases of like, oh, this could change on just a count out. The, the spill, was it... Uh, Dax and and Jay White had over the barricade, right? Yeah, um, where you had like Cash and uh, and Juice going over, like looking genuinely concerned, like "Come on, guys, yeah, we yeah. gotta get in the ring." Yeah, uh, I I really really like this match. It was, yeah, it was good. It was fantastic. Uh, and FTR obviously wanting to put on a show wearing their Bret Hart gear mm. in, in Calgary, so I, I really enjoyed the, this match and can't say enough good things. I, I it is con- like. Where do you go with the the bang gang, the, the bang bang gang gang, the bang gang? Yeah, gang bang. Yeah, I, I don't know, but like no uh, no gun club here either. True, right? Yeah. Um, we then went on to the final of the uh, women's own heart tournament uh, with Willow Nightingale going over Ruby Soho. Yeah, uh, Willow winning. I think kind of everyone was predicting that. Uh, poor Ruby just always loses in the finals of these tournaments, but. Uh, Willow's just on this crazy run. She's one of my favorite wrestlers they've got going in AEW. I think everyone's a fan of Willow. She just puts a smile on everyone's face, the way she wrestles her character right now. And she's only going to get like better and better. So I think this is a first little, nice little like step in the right direction to eventually she will be champion in AEW right now, like with Tony and stuff. But, uh, I think it was the right decision. Yeah. They've done a good job, like building her up and make seem like a, a credible I, I think the um the kind of audible call over Mercedes Monet and giving her that title definitely upped her stock a bit. For and, sure. And she's been really impressing. Um I uh, I also quite uh I thought Sky Blue looked good in the match against Ruby yep. on Wednesday as well. Um Love Sky Blue. But yeah, this is this is good for Willow and I, I totally see her having a whether it be against Statlander or against Tony sometime down the line maybe maybe all out 
Yeah, like Willow's going to get be getting title up after winning this. You yeah. imagine you get like a title shot. So I still don't know the status of Jamie Hater. So if if Jamie's not fit for, oh, for all in, that would be a bummer. Like, Willow could be a good choice. I think. Yeah, I mean, we did just see that match at Forbidden Door, right? We did, but we didn't. Yeah. Sorry. What? What? Oh, Willow, Willow Tony. Tony. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. We did. But Statlander, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have the ongoing feud. With Malachi Black and Andrade. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the ongoing feud of Canada versus CM Punk, but no, not, not there yet. quite yet. Uh, not yeah. quite yet. So Andrade, uh, sorry, Andrade El Idolo. El Idolo. I gotta say, Ian Riccoboni was as big of as a part of that match as the other guys in it, just because he filled he's filling in for Kevin Kelly. And while we're recording this, it already came out that they've now signed him yeah. on for this. Good, and he's fantastic. He was so awesome. However. Just like Kevin Kelly, he could also not pronounce Andrade. At least name. he got. I mean, maybe that Idolo. is the quite. Per, maybe that is the like Spanish Andrade El Idolo. Maybe I can't. He at least it. got the letters in the right order. Right, right. What did Kevin Kelly? Kevin Kelly was El Idolo. El Idolo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this I I really like Andrade as a wrestler. You all know that. Yeah. Um, this feud, it feels like. I forgot, like, House of Black are trios champs, right? Yeah. So um, let's put him in a tag match. TK is doing that thing where it's like, oh, you're champ, you're a singles champion, better put you in a tag team. Oh, you're a tag champ, better put you in singles matches. Like, he what? does this all the time, and it, it very much feels like a, a singles feud at the moment with between Andrade and Malachi over this stolen mask, which yeah, just I is, care. I hate stealing stories. <laughs> like, oh, you took that from me. Oh, Buy a new one. Um, this could lead it's to... theft. It should be, you know, it's criminal. Yeah. It's theft, but yeah. This could lead to, like, you know, uh, Rouge and Relistico or whatever coming to form the trios, but it's... I, I just find it a bit bizarre yeah. as, a, as a story. It's not particularly compelling. Um, match would be great when it happens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, You've you've forgotten about your trios division, TK. Oh, I don't know why he does that. You're like he does this all the time. Look at MJF in the feud for a tag title mm. tournament. It, look at like all these. It just doesn't make any sense. Even Orange Cassidy was champion. It was just in the tag tournament as mm. well. It's like okay, but uh, the match itself, when we get there, will be good. But uh, this is where it's like okay, the the kings of the Black Throne minus Buddy Murphy are going to take on two jobbers, and then Andrade's going like to show his Buddy, face. Like I don't know, injured or anything at the moment. No idea. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know, but yeah, not uh, not particularly into that. But uh, we'll like the match when it happens. Uh, and then the main event: CM Punk versus Ricky Starks for the uh, men's Owen Cup trophy. Yeah, uh, Punk not getting quite the reaction I think he thought he would get in Calgary. Coming mm. out in his Bret Hart uh, inspired CM Punk trunks, which mm. looked pretty cool. Uh, but then, like, kind of getting not you know a pretty. Split, I don't know, it sounded more like booze than, than cheers. Uh, and Ricky, kind of the same thing. It was kind of like they're cheering more for him. But mm. um, this match was fine. I, I, I'm actually not the biggest Ricky Starks fan, especially as of late. He just kind of feels like another guy to me mm. in, in, a, in like a, a pond of just like kind of standout characters. His, he's the guy who does the pose. Mm. I thought the match was all right, uh, but the ending definitely made me really sour on like the whole storyline and kind of just like it feels a little backwards with Punk. Uh, Punk 
they're, they're rolling back and forth, and then it's Ricky who has Punk to the mat and uses the ropes in the last second to yeah. get the win, where I think it should have been Punk doing that, which mm. made a lot more sense to let the crowd boo him, because the crowd were then like, yeah, Ricky, yeah. And then to make even matters worse and really want to rub salt in the wound and rub me the wrong way is then they go, all right, Ricky, be a real dick and walk right past Jushin Thunder Liger, take the cup out of his hands, don't even acknowledge him and hold it up. And I was just so done. I was like, not watching any more of this Battle of the Belts shit. I'm done. It rubbed me the wrong way. I know it was part of the storyline, yeah. clearly, uh, but I was like, what? So That's we're getting so- a heel Ricky. I, I guess which yeah. could work like I, I enjoyed I probably enjoyed him more when he was a heel with those promos in yeah. those early days so it, it could be good for him uh, I, I enjoyed the match I think I think Punk has looked good since coming back I think he's had quite a few good matches now and doesn't look rusty um, I kind of wanted that Punk heel turn as well but I think we are going to the MJF match and I think they want to keep him babyface for that um but yeah, it seemed like not overtly heelish from from Ricky. Like it wasn't like a low blow or something like that. It was a yeah. roll up hand on the ropes. I'm gonna let it play out. I I'm I'm higher on Ricky Starks than than you. I don't think he's there yet, but I think he could be. Um, and what about the Liger thing though? Like clearly that was to make him look like a dick. Yeah, but like you, I love how right before the break they're like. We're gonna we we have breaking news. Liger is gonna sh- show up here, and it's like, sorry, you could have had him sit. You could have had him watch. Like, I don't. It was just yeah, weird. Like, it was weird. He wasn't at ringside, like watching. So the right. only moment you saw him was him getting fucking brushed off. Yeah. So it was like so disrespectful. It was kind of weird. The was it the president of New Japan tweeted being like, uh, like we le- we allowed this. Like, what the fuck? I, I'm wondering if it's storyline again. Yeah. But it's not like it's leading to Liger versus Ricky. Liger, Liger versus Ricky. Stark. We can't. He's retired. Yeah, come out of it. <laughs> you retired in Japan. Wrestlers retire all the time. <laughs> Love it. Um, can we just, like, respectfully, can we just call it the Bret Hart Cup? Yeah, I mean, yeah. every match, it's like, okay, this is for Owen. Better just do a Bret Hart the match. The elbow. Let, let's do all of Bret's moves. Yeah. Let's wear Bret's gear. Because Punk can't do Owen moves. Yeah. <laughs> he can't no, do moves. No, but not salt. just Owen. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. Everyone on this show. Yeah. Like, Dax and and Wheeler, So many like, people were wearing the pink yeah, and in matches, Rick Ruby versus Willow. I'm like, yeah. you're both wearing Bret Hart gear. <laughs> like I know Owen wore pink as well, and Owen did yeah. the sharpshooter as well, and had s- some of the same moves. But it's, I'm kind of over this Bret Hart wank fest. I mean, been they had, it, it, it's Calgary, so you got to get. It's like it's over now. We yeah. we can move past it now. So that's that's a can good we? thing. Because I'd have thought that last year as well. <laughs> they they people love to to dress as the the colors, and that's totally fair. But like I guess in Calgary, that's like the one. Like mm. all right, like. Go off. Yeah. Do your whole thing. Like, if anyone showed up in Toronto wearing, you know, Leafs colors, you'd be like, cool, whatever. Mm. But, yeah, uh, Punk, who, like, Bret Hart is his god and all-seeing eye and kind of getting booed in his backyard. So it's kind of interesting. But uh, I, th- I I, am a little back- – I feel it's a little backwards with Ricky being the one to cheat and then run past Liger. It just makes me go, okay, I'm definitely supposed to not like you, mm. but – you also beat Punk, who I think is the bad guy in this story. So it's making me as a fan being like, eh, not as the match. The both both this both matches this year, even Willow, the match earlier, didn't hit as like final 
matches that None. felt like this turn- big tournament that meant so much. It doesn't really mean anything. They cut away, the show ended, and then I, you have to tune in after to see but what also, happens. I don't, like, I mean, I said this before, I'm just bored of the straight eliminator tournament. Yeah. Do a World Cup group-style thing. Sure. Do something different. Like, have it... Like, I felt when they announced it, they made it sound like this was going to be a like a long tournament. You've got so much TV. Yeah. You could spread this out over six the weeks. The whole summer. You know? like, yeah. And then feel like a real crowning moment. It's not, oh, you're one of eight people who've won this thing. Make it a 32-man thing. Have it on, you know, have matches on ROH. Fuck, you haven't booked anything for your pay-per-view right. coming up in days. You know, like, Crazy. do stuff on there. Do stuff on Rampage, Dynamite, Collision. Yeah. Like, I, I'd love to see them try and do, same with WWE, a longer tournament. With more people, it would it would make more interesting TV. You could have guys being like, "Oh, like watching people's matches, like, oh, I could be facing this person in in a few weeks," and and leading up to just something big. The winner should also just get a title shot, yeah. straight up. That's like when you announce, like, "Oh, this Friday it's it's Swerve versus Action Andretti for no reasons." That could be a round one match yeah. easily. Yeah, that you know who's winning, but it it means something. Yeah, and then kind of sticking with the punk thing, it's like. I'm like, you're keeping him babyface because you want him to face MJF, right? Mm. So it's like the end of All Out, Tony Khan helping Punk win, and it's like Austin yeah. <laughs> Vince at WrestleMania 17. <laughs> That's the only way out. Yeah. And it's Punk holding up smiling because Punk, I don't think Punk wants to be here anymore. I think Punk is just contractually obligated to fill out these dates for the next year or two years. I think he wants years. to wrestle. And I think, uh, like, I don't think he'd be there if he didn't right. want to wrestle. I think he has got the the itch for that. Okay. Um, and, and money, you know, there's that, but, uh, I, I would assume it's MJF punk at the thing. And you that's why they the, didn't flip him. You know what the winner should get? The winner for the entire year is the only one who can do heart tribute spots. <laughs> I can wear, we pink. now need, we now need an Eddie tournament. You're the one person in wrestling it. who can do the shimmy, and the who can do the frog splash. And Meanwhile, everyone and else, everyone else, fuck off. come up with something yourself. Yeah, you know, you know like in in ten years' time, when wrestlers are coming up, who are they going to tribute to? Because no one else has gear that's original. It's always ripping off other people's yeah. gear or superhero gear, right? So, you know, like no one's gear kind of stands out. Yeah, because no. everyone's ripping other people yeah, off. That's true. And do appreciate good gear, though. So, so uh, it came out earlier this week that... Uh, uh, sorry, so, oh, one last thing. I'll cut, I'm, I'm going to cut you off. Did you notice who was front row at Collision? Who Punk hugged afterward. There was a picture and video going around. Uh, David Benoit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Chris Benoit's son watched the whole show. Apparently, he got a nice front row spot there. They let him hang out, and other wrestlers were going up and saying hi to him, and... Apparently, people were coming up to him and taking photos, and he was just the nicest guy. People online were like, "Oh man, like, nice. hope this kid is is doing all right." Because I don't think he's like necessarily been training as right. much as to be a wrestler. So I don't think like that is something that mm. is the potential. But do find that interesting? Like, you know, I you kind of feel for this kid. Oh, one hundred percent. Like this yeah. kid's probably like trolled and tormented every day of his life. And, oh, and like, yeah. If- if he did want to be a wrestler as well, like you do, it's so difficult because people, people understand like he didn't do those things. He's, he's a victim like in this whole thing, but also the name, the fact that he looks like, so like Chris Benoit did. um, It's, 
it will go against him. And I think people will always feel kind of icky about watching him. Wrongfully so, but yeah. they will. And I don't think he will be. I don't think he's like going to be no. featured or anything. I just I noticed that he was he was there. But yeah, I met him once. No way. I served him at Gabby's. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. His, uh, like his friends, like they were all drinking outside. And like, hey, do you watch wrestling? I was like, I do actually. And I'm like, watch this. And it was like them in a garage and like going through a table. I was like, oh, cool. And then I looked. I'm like, oh, you're Benoit. <laughs> I, wor- I worked with his niece. As well. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Damn. So he is training then. <laughs> he he what? I mean, he was jumping through tables in a garage. So was he doing the headbutt? Yeah. <laughs> no, just powerbomb. I think. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, AEW announced some new rules this week. Oh, no. Yeah. New rules. Can they wait till after Kota Ibushi comes <laughs> in? Uh, yeah. What, what does, so we've got it here. There's to be no unprotected shots to the head, Fair. shots to the back of the head, buckle bombs, blind moves backward into the turnbuckle, uh, fencing response or seizure cells, spitting, blood in the crowd, weapons or projectiles in the crowd, taking drinks or food from guests in the crowd, <laughs> physical contact with the crowd, e.g. wrestler holding opponent and allowing a fan to chop them. And then there are some things that need to be uh, approved by agents before the match. So any apron bump uh, and outside stuff, uh, table ladder, chair spots uh, in and out of the ring, um, only allowed with padding, so you can't do it on concrete, uh, Matt Hardy. Uh, any elevated spots outside of the barricade, so dives off of things. Code Rabushi, please talk to your agent before uh, before Wednesday. What does it say about fireworks? Yeah. All pile driver tombstone variations, including sit-down drivers, inverted poison, hurricane rana. Poison rana! Vertebrakers, uh, high-risk dives or top rope moves, intentional bleeding, uh, throwing people into, through, over, ring-stepped, commentary table, blah, blah, blah. Uh, weapon usage. Uh, throwing of weapons, choking, strangling, uh, injury spots or angles, any physicality in the crowd, any physicality involving referees. So all of this has to be approved. Wow. So AEW's done. <laughs> Everything we like, I like about it. Uh, I guess Jay White didn't get the memo. He was spitting last night. Uh, he's always globbering in his beard, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I don't, like, I think people are kind of overreacting. Like, Chair shots to the head, I think, are kind of yeah, done that makes now sense, anyway. Yeah. Um, buckle bomb, it's like we've seen some injuries. I could see maybe that being more of a like a approved thing rather I, than an outright I, I, I tell you, I agree with the fake seizures because I don't like that. I mean, I mean, that's something we've talked about. Like how like I hate the the fake injury spots when you're you're starting to play that, oh no, the performer is actually hurt here, not right. the wrestler. It takes me out of it. I'm like, no, I'd rather, you yeah. know, sell, sell a body part. Don't pretend you're dying yeah. in a match because you suddenly, it does take me out. Yeah. And I'm also like, well, this guy should win because you've given this guy a seizure. So the match is done. It's over. You know, yeah. like you've beaten him. Yeah. Um, and I think like all the moves and stuff there, we're going to see them all. Please it's, don't ban a Poison Rana. No, they're not banned. <laughs> it's, it's more like, you know, there is a lot of repetition in AEW referee spots we see every single match yeah ban those <laughs> um like really when it's dustin Rhodes against someone on rampage does dustin need to be bleeding doing a destroyer a destroyer through a table Pro- probably not yeah. really you yeah. know like i think it's gonna make it 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 should force people to be more creative as well with what they're doing 
and just yeah not re- repetition of spots and like we've been joking the last year about mocks it's like every single match is bleeding you bleed on and it starts to mean less in a way and then that damn nick jackson keeps taking people's drinks yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh i think you'll still see these things but in moderation yeah and that might be for the best but i do agree with some of the things so as long as the, the performers are safe like if you know the whole stuff about kenny doing the 91 driver he's like yo like mm. this is what i fucking do why mm. do people say i'm one of the best you, you wouldn't do this if you're just learning how to wrestle and you're going, I'm going to hit this move. Like- I, I actually had a big argument with a director I worked with once. Okay. So I was doing a play called All My Sons and it was like the climax of Act 2 and I basically realized that my dad has been responsible for the deaths of all these people including ah, my brother. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, so it's a really like heated scene and we did the scene and the director was in tears after it and he was like, that was great but you can't do that again. We were like, why? And it's like, it felt dangerous. I was like, okay. And we like asked each other, did you feel unsafe with me there? Like, no, not at all. I was like, I didn't either. And he's like, well, like I felt like something was going to happen. I'm like, isn't that what we're meant to do? Right. We're acting. Yeah. Like we, we've acted to a point where you feel like yeah. emotionally like worried about the situation. Like, and we're both fine. Yeah. So like a Kenny Omega is like, yeah, I'm really fucking good at what yeah. I do. Yeah. And I'm not hurt. Yeah, because like someone like Kenny Omega do, doing Poison Rana spots and all these spots, someone else will do that the next day, the next week. Mm. And then now he's got to come up with stuff. So when he does some of these crazier moves, then now someone's going to try to do these. You also, I mean, that is the thing. You don't want to see these people on indies be like, oh, I'm like an 18-year-old yeah. doing oh, do a Tiger Driver. Tiger Driver 91. No, it's two of legit the best in the world right now performing that move. Yeah. So, uh, Osprey's been doing the Tiger Driver 93, which is a little safer. Okay. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm going to slam you on your, your your back and shoulders instead, which probably the safer way. But yeah, yeah uh, banning all these moves and stuff. Maybe AW will be just a bit more selective of what airs. Mm. I've got a nice picture there of uh, Sean Spears cracking Cody in the head. Nice. Chair shots. Oh, because he's yeah. the chairman. He's the chairman. I love how... Bit, they... A bit dated, but it's the one that comes to mind. No, 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 no. He came out last night, the chairman. He had a mask on. Uh, oh, he's new, he's new TNT champion. I don't I know. Assume. I assume. Yeah. I assume. He, he was in Canada. He's Canadian. They're like, shit, what other match. Canadian stars can we put in? Uh, Evil Uno? Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, the chairman. The 10 guy. Let's What's his him... gimmick these days? Uh, I swear he was wearing a mask. I could be wrong. No, that was Luchasaurus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I swear the Ten Man was wearing like the maple leaf thing he wears. I don't know. He's okay. uh, he's the he's the perfect chairman. Yeah, uh, we didn't watch Battle of the Belts. No. Uh, sue us. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I watched Triple Mania. Yeah, <laughs> instead we'll, we'll get that with with real superstars like QT Marshall. <laughs> so he, he got jacked that show. He's been working out. I'll t- we'll talk about it. Uh, yeah. Um, well, let's go to some more AEW news. Um, it's kind of been announced now that All In is going to be on Bleacher Report um, for pay-per-view with All Out the next week. Also on pay-per-view, talks of probably some kind of bundle uh, to get the two. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that means for someone like us who bought the the bundle for all the pay-per-views this year, whether we'll automatically get that included or not. Um, but yeah, uh, and the l- potential of WBD wanting them to expand the amount of pay-per-views they do per year, potentially even one per month. I mean, look, uh, 
more is more is the term of wrestling, it seems. But like they already announced a second. Sh- they do so many shows. They do AEW Dynamite, Collision, Ring of Honor, like all this mm-hmm. other stuff. It makes sense to add more pay per views. It really does. They'll make more money. However, as someone, as both of us have been to a crap ton of AEW shows in the last year. Their audience ain't fully there, mm. so that will like dilute things even more. How many fucking times will they go to Chicago to try to fill a pay-per-view arena? Mm. It's going to be really hard. So that's where it like, concerns me as a fan, because watching AEW every week and now knowing, like, ooh, this is taped off. They're not showing this arena because mm. there's no one there. That's going to get even worse if they keep adding more shows and stuff. As a fan, it's like, yeah, they could sneak in another extra pay-per-view here or there in their calendar year. I think that would be okay. But to do one a month would definitely water down their product even more. Yeah, it depends how you do it because I think it would eliminate, you know, these 15-match cards that they have in their big big five pay-per-views. Yeah. I don't think you'll get that as much, which is always the criticism of these shows. It's like, it was great, but like, man, I was getting exhausted. It was match after match after match. Yeah. I think what you'll probably see is, you know, like, Winter is Coming is a pay-per-view. Um, what are the other ones they do? Like, Fight then, for the Fall. Isn't that good for, like, TV as well to, like, promote, like, hey, we're going to have a big well, TV show? Are these going to be pay-per-view or are these going to be, you know, your HBO Max? Yes. Kind of like Impact does. Impact right. has their their streaming service where you get your monthly iPay-per-view and then uh, you get your big pay-per-views like an all-in or like a slammiversary for them that you end up paying your 30 bucks for. I could see them going that route maybe. It would be cool if they were on a streaming service. It really would. Like it's easier to access. I mean, here in Canada, we don't have that yet. So Max or Mm. or whatever. So it's like we would have to get that, but I think that would make it a lot easier for wrestling fans to spend that money. If you pay ten, like look at WWE, you pay ten bucks on Peacock and you get everything else as well. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, that's a pretty good deal, I'd say. So, I feel, uh, and obviously, there's, there's, as you said, money on the table. We saw this with WWE when they went from like their big four to doing in your house for like less, and they sold well. And oh, we're making millions more per year now. Yeah. I think with All In, uh, I think it's a missed opportunity to not just do it live on TNT. Yeah, was looking at yeah. what is on Sundays at two p.m. in the afternoon till six yeah, p.m., like which poker, will be the, reruns, the block in like the Eastern Time Zone. It's nothing. It's yeah. it's reruns of old movies, and I think it'd be pretty cool if they're so behind this, having this as this huge, big TV stadium event feel like sports. There's nothing really going on. Um, like what? There's baseball. I think that's it. You're not clashing with anything. You you might get those people being like, "What is this?" It's this free stadium show I'm watching. You could grab some fans, especially when you know the the AEW presentation of like in-ring wrestling is quite different from WWE and what you might be used to, where that could grab your attention. I think uh, similarly in the UK, like this is only what six weeks away now. They still haven't announced what it's going to be on. Yeah, it could just be on fight. I don't think you can justify charging in the UK. Because the 80,000 people that might buy this pay-per-view are going to be in Wembley Stadium. Yeah. So I think, again, put it on TV. Put it on ITV4. Yeah, or, yeah. Or part of your Fight Plus subscription, uh, which then will definitely get an uptake of NordVPN and stuff like that to, it's, it's, if they do do it that way. It's interesting. I would like to see them announce. I would love for that to be like a free special that they just air out because it would be so... 
eye-opening for a lot of new viewers, but we'll see what they do. Yeah, it's it's coming. It's closer than we think, and like they haven't really announced any matches or anything. So, are we going to a giant like house show in about a month? Yeah, to, it, no, literally a month today. We go to yeah, exactly. month today. We go to London. Yeah, we're gonna get lit on a plane. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, the lounges like bef- pre pre lounge. Okay, whether it's worth it, you know, it's like to pay or you can eat food and drink before going. Let's go. I've it's done like, the Air Canada. It was like eighty bucks, something like that. But us, we can, we'll drop eight bucks easily. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably drop I'll, eight bucks. I'll see if they've got Finette. Then it's a wrap. We're getting yeah. fucked up on that flight. It might, like, flight's like 10.30 p.m. So I yeah. feel like it could be a good idea for that red eye to, like, have some drinks and yeah. sleep. Exactly. And then. Yeah, they haven't announced anything for this mat- uh, this show. It's a month plus out. I'm sure we'll get some match announcements soon. But, like, also, like, hey, how can I watch this? Mm-hmm. It's slowly showing up, I guess, with the Bleacher Report stuff. But, yeah. Cool. All right. And then uh, the G1 started this week. That's right. Are you ready to climax yeah. with New Japan Pro Wrestling? Um, yeah. I Like, this year I'm going to try and watch as much as I can. I've really fallen out of it the last few years. But I thought... Uh, this year, there's a lot of new blood in there and people that I've heard people talk about who I haven't really checked out yet. So I thought I'd give it a go. And I've, I've seen night one and most of night two so far. Yeah, uh, you had some on the other day. So I watched with you. Who did we watch? Ren Narita. Versus Shota Rumino. Yeah, that was awesome. I think that was my match of that night. That was great. Yeah, I probably would agree. I love those two. The, the three musketeers, yeah. right? So they're not a unit, but they're like a... like. It's like they're like the pillars, yeah, right? right? Like these are the people we're looking to moving forward. I love all three. It's like Ta- Shoda's for some reason dresses like Tanahashi. It's funny because like the last three uh, musketeers were Tanahashi, uh, Shibata, and Nakamura, and that's who they all look like. And they all look like them. Yoda Suji is uh, Nakamura. Shinsuke, yeah. Uh, uh, Ren Reader is Shibata. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's they awesome. look exactly. They look like they're cosplaying those guys, but uh, they're actually amazing wrestlers. So. Uh, I'd say Narita versus uh, Shota was probably one of the better matches from that show. Yeah, definitely. Loved it. Really? Yeah, I, I checked that one out. I definitely recommend that one. Those two, like, I I don't like Sonata. And mm. I already see more, like, standout stuff from, like, a Shota These three. Than, yeah. like, than Sonata, who's their champion right now. I really, I prefer the format this year as well. They've made the matches uh, 20, minute 20 minutes time limit instead of 30, which means you're getting a bit more of a sprint. And I think it makes those time calls way more exciting when, because a few have been like five minutes left and you're like, oh shit, this yeah, is, yeah. we've already had a time limit draw in the tournament. Uh, I think it makes it more exciting and it means you're going to get less of those. I mean, I haven't seen Naito perform yet, but less of those. I'm just going to fucking stall. strip for 30 minutes and stall and go to, you know, the Jay White style, that thing. I'm hoping you're getting less of that. But also because we're having quarterfinals, semis, and finals, you can do some more interesting combinations and some some different people going far in the in the tournament with some upsets when it's knockout. So yeah, I I actually really like the format this year. Yeah, they treat it like a, a sporting thing, right? Like the way it's it's kind of like that. Uh, I like a lot of the people involved as well that you might not like would have guessed being in this. Uh, tournament. I'm trying to remember what else we watched from yesterday's show that I I, I watched this morning uh, David Finley versus Ishii. Uh, Finley, someone else who like I've been 
aware of what's been happening with him taking over yeah. Bullet Club, but I'm like, I am, I'm not, I've never been sold on you. This match with Ishii, I thought was really good. I thought he really showed up and uh, I, I'm starting to see him more, you know, upper mid card. I'm not saying he's a top guy, but I think he's going to definitely make it to the quarters, yeah. probably win his group. Uh, and Ishii, it's G1 Ishii. Uh, he, he brings it. I, I thought they had a really good match. I really enjoyed that one. And uh, then Aaron Hanare, Mikey Nichols. Uh, oh, man, the spot. Aaron Hanare, first of all, uh, debuting his, what I think is maybe his first tattoo right across his face. This guy, I thought it was face paint. And yeah. then I saw the Twitter thing and it's like, oh, no, that's a that's permanent. So this guy got a tattoo covering his like, Below his nose. It's like a face like mask. A it's yeah. like a beard or a face mask tattoo with like tribal stuff. And like, again, makes him look like a serious badass. But this they, is Japan, man. <laughs> yeah, he came out with new music and stuff. And uh, they were, I think uh, Chris Charlton and Kevin Kelly did a really good job explaining the significance of this. Right. And they said uh, it's it's like Maori, uh, like tribal tattoo. It's his heritage of being like an indigenous uh, New Zealander and uh, how like his, one of his great grandfathers was like basic, one of the fucking founders of New Zealand or something like that. Oh, okay. But also saying like, um, he's the only uh, pro athlete to have this as well in all sports. Okay. Um, and it's just showing his, like his lineage and wow. They made a joke about uh, this ain't no cute tribal chief thing. Like it's gotcha. it's a legitimate thing. It made him look way more badass. I don't know if they called an audible at the end of this match with this driver that uh, pump handle driver type move. He looked dumping like, him on his head, yeah. and they were checking on him for quite a while and giving updates on Hanari throughout the show. I I found it weird that you'd debut this like new look and new then music, lose shave his way. head, the face tattoo look like a killer and then lose to the the tag team guy right uh seemed a little odd so i wonder if they just called an audible there because yeah th this was scary looking yeah the spot i've watched it a few times on on twitter as well or whatever and it, it's terrifying i mean i don't know if it was supposed to he was supposed to kick out and then he just didn't so they just did yeah. change that outcome i'm not sure but yeah um, and then I caught uh, Shingo versus Eddie Kingston. Oh man, well. yeah, this is a must-watch. You want to cherry pick? You want to pick your poison? This this match, you just knew this was going to be good. Shingo and Eddie. This is where I didn't like the twenty-minute time limit because I would have loved to see them fight for ten more. Uh, these two just chopping each other, two big meaty men slapping meat is exactly what I thought this was going to be. The first opening seconds. Eddie takes his singlet Straps down and down. he's like, let's go, baby. So I, I love this. I love Shingo. Uh, he's my pick to win the whole thing. I realize he's not going to win mm. the whole thing, but I just love him. And I still think they're misusing him here in, in New Japan because the crowd are always behind him. Like the crowd are always reacting to what this guy is. And uh, if I may say so myself, the ladies seem to love him because – Shingo's pretty handsome. He wears a face mask when he comes out. He does, yeah. And he looks cool when he wears that thing. And then he takes it he's off. Got that the, dog in him. Yeah, he yes. really does. The, the women are like, ooh. And like then then he is here he is slapping up Eddie Kingston. So like really, this guy's an all well-rounded like superstar. Shingo, I know he's been their champ here or there before in the past few years, but like they're sitting on something here, and I, I genuinely love him. And this was a dream match. I don't know how Eddie Kingston held his composure. You know, this dude was probably nah, feeling 
one of the most emotional guys on he the is. planet, isn't he? If he, if you who look, cries more, him or Ric Flair? Yeah, look at <laughs> look at Eddie Kingston. So I love Eddie Kingston. I'm just ribbing him here, but like you look at his social media and realize if I were to read out some of the posts he would put out and not tell you who it's from, is it a 16 year old girl yeah. or Eddie Kingston? Yeah. The way he posts photos, he's always like emotional. Here he is. He held it together, and he's getting beat up by Shingo. And not only that, Eddie Kingston. In his G1 debut, beats Shingo, and you could tell this was a big deal for him. Yeah, I, I think he could go far in this tournament. He's the what the New Japan Strong Openweight Champion. Oh man, I think I, like there's so many titles yeah. right now, but he's he's one of their champions, so they're not going to have him lose to everyone. But he actually beat like one of the the top guys in the company in Shingo yeah. here, and uh, yeah, I, I think he's going to have a a good run. He's obviously got the Ishi match as well coming up. Um, but yeah, this is, this is great for him. And I hope, I hope they capitalize this on this on dynamite. They did say last week, he won't be in the match because of the G1. They need to show this show yeah. beating Shingo. Like, show off a, a clip or two of the match. Of 100%. Him slapping him up and his chest getting beat up. He's AEW's representative in this. So they should absolutely be, uh, be championing him. Yeah. But, uh, G like this was a G1 match that I, right away. I was like, okay, this is, feels like the G1 again, uh, because, these two were just going at it, and this is what I definitely like to see in my uh, wrestling in New Japan. And uh, there's a few other matches that are like I'm eyeing up that are coming up in this tournament, but uh, this one was one of them, and right out the gate, totally delivered. So uh, love it. Would definitely say a match of the year. It's got to be talked about for sure. I don't know if it necessarily got to a level of like a Shingo Ishii, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that high on it yeah. yet. But I think day one, like you know, G one as it goes on, you're gonna get more and more of those like yeah. killer matches. But good one to start. I haven't finished uh, last night's show yet, uh, just with work and thirty thousand wrestling shows going on. So many. Who's the third Musketeer then? The Shinsuke guy. Uh, Yoda Suji. Yeah, he's great. He's great too. I watched uh, his match and like kind of briefly. I was getting ready for recording today, and I, I was like, "Man, this guy looks cool. Mm. He's pretty cool." Uh, Put more height on him as well. He's pretty tall. Yeah, and he's, he seems pretty pretty lit. So I love all three of those guys. Are just if that's where New Japan's going, then I actually enjoy where we might be. And going. I'd assume we'd have at least one of these guys in the quarters. I yeah. would think. Shota. Shota. He's my favorite. Just because he's red shoes. I too. feel Suji's maybe <laughs> the one they're most behind at the moment. He already had the title shot with Sonata. Yeah. But um but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And see, I think it's been a rocky start so far for me with this this G one contest on post. But Oh, have you I, I'm definitely not doing well. Yeah. I I don't think I have anything right. So Nothing right? I don't know, I didn't look, but okay. I am in it. So I have Shingo to win. Who do you have to win? Naito. Which against everything I believe in. Yeah, you don't even like Naito, but Naito, I saw Post Wrestling put a clip of an interview he did today or yesterday mm-hmm. where he's basically like, uh, I went out the other day and uh, I ran into some local fans and I said, who's the IWGP champion? And they couldn't answer me. And that shows that Sonata is not the right fit. So That's why I think he's winning. I think that is the, the Wrestle Kingdom match. Um, Imagine he's just like... I wasn't trying to promote anything. I just genuinely, <laughs> genuinely. I mean, that is a very Naito thing <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah. I wasn't trying to promote a match. I'm I just, just trying to shit on trying my to shit on everything and everyone. Uh, yeah, I, I, I am going to check out more G1 than normal this year because it is a cool snapshot of of wrestling. And hey, there's crowds now, and everything feels back to mm. kind of normal. So yeah. uh, I hope. Uh, Hanare is okay. Yeah, we'll keep you updated uh, every week on Poison Run. Yeah, it's fun. With our G1 viewing. Yeah, it's fun. So how many weeks does this go on for? Like two, two, three weeks? 
a while then, right? The are we going to be in the UK by the time this ends? In the past, the no, yeah, we'll, it'll be finished by then. I think in the past they've like the finals have been like SummerSlam weekend, but that seems too soon this time. We've I'm not done sure. we've done a best match ever G one, have we not? Where we looked at like finals or something like we, that. Would we picked a year? I think, okay, didn't we? Yeah, I think we picked a year. Because, like, when it comes to best matches from G1, there's you think of, like, some Okada classics, Tanahashi. But, I mean, Dave, I know you agree with me. Kenny Ishii from the G1. Oh, yeah, it's ago. one of my favorite that's, matches. That's, it's, that match is cold, man. Yeah. I don't, you can't tell me a better match than that match. I show so many people that match. It's hard to find. It's not anywhere, on the, anywhere for free. So you have to have New Japan New World Japan to watch World. it. It's tremendous. They should just upload that match for free. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> finishes on August 13th. So okay. a week after SummerSlam. Cool. Well, we'll definitely be talking about this 100%. for the next few weeks. But there was even more wrestling to be talked about this week, including oh, yeah. uh, Triple Mania. Uh, Triple Mania. Uh, 30, 100 million. 31. 31. <laughs> quick, quick Roman numerals. There. No, it's it's Triple Mania 31, like X something, because they've done 31 like, part two. Part so, 16? Mission I'm Impossible not. 7 part one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which, you know what? Uh, I watched one and two. I'm trying to catch up. Oh, okay, nice. To, to, to watch them. And, like, I remember seeing two in theaters when I was, like, nine. Mm. And I think that's the most 2000 movie you can... Limp Biscuit. Right? Limp Biscuit, yeah, yeah. digital cameras, long-haired Tom Cruise. Oh, my so, God. Slow-mo John Woo. One oh my God. is the him... Like on the wire going down, yeah. and then is is it the the bubble gum blowing up the train? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, two starts with the the, the rock, big dive, the rock climbing. Yeah, the rock climbing that yeah. Austin Powers spoofs. Right. right? Okay. And yeah, then yeah. three is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. So yeah. I have to watch that. Four one. is Dubai, and then I haven't seen since. I'm. They did well this weekend, obviously. Oh, yeah. So I do kind of want to see it just because. But I'm hearing good things, so I do want to catch up because I feel like I haven't watched a few of them. Yeah, I, I'll. Yeah, rewatching them would be cool. I don't know if I've got the time for that, but I might do five, five and six. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Triple Mania. What did you see from this? Yeah, uh, after uh, I, I put on some of it, and I checked out pretty much uh, part of the whole show. I kind of had it on, on and off, and then I finished it earlier today just to catch up. We've been going to Demand Lucha, uh, so I'm in my Lucha phase, and uh, actually, we'll be going to Demand Lucha next week. It's a Sunday show at Lee's Palace, famous mm. Lee's Palace in Toronto, so you will catch us there. Uh, find uh, Demand Lucha online and get your tickets, because Gringo's going to be there. Uh, some of the Effie, I think, is going to be there. There's going to be a few others, but uh, we'll be there next Sunday, so go to Demand Lucha and, and see us there. But watching Triple Mania last night, uh, there was classic Triple Mania plunder, is that Nonsense. the right word? Nonsense? Yeah. Uh, with like this crazy like Royal Rumble type match. Our boy Gringo was in there. Jack Cartwheel, Mr. Iguana, uh, Laredo Kid, Taurus. Uh, there was some crazy, crazy stuff. Um, but I think the craziest thing of the night was Pentagon Jr., because they can call him that there, Penta, taking on QT Marshall in an ambulance match what and this venue is sick they're in tijuana and it's like a baseball stadium so during the day it was when they started it was like still night it looked cool like this crowd but yeah qt marshall fought penta in an ambulance match and this got crazy violent this like blew my expectations out of the water i'm like why the hell is qt marshall wrestling in triple mania but then he put penta to the test this guy was using light tubes and tables and then they the finish was 
Penta hitting like the the fear factor off the ambulance through tables, only for uh, Aaron Solo t- pretending he was a medic to take it off and right. throw. He helped QT win in like kind of a shocker too. Penta, wow. Penta is like a big star yeah. down in Mexico. He's like one of their big drawing stars. So to have QT Marshall beat him in a pretty violent and pretty fucking nuts match. Like again, this QT Marshall, and I'm I, like, I did I not expect QT that. A weird one because I I. I think he's pretty decent yeah. in ring. He just looks like a, a bloke. He just looks like a normal guy. He looks guy. like a dad. Yeah. And and I think that, like, if he did have a different look, I think he wouldn't have the, like, yeah. hate people have for him. But he can. He can clearly wrestle. Like, it was ridiculous. Before, like, it's like, oh. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. I hope Penta's okay. His mask and his face was just completely did, messed up. Uh, what's his name? Carly Cameron? What's her name? The, Carly Cameron. You, you know, in QTV? What's her name? Oh, no. Did she, did she rap him out? No, she wasn't there, no. What did you think of her rap? Uh, it was good. On mute. <laughs> like she can, no, she, she was pretty good. She can yeah. rap. I just, no, no, she I was can. like, oh, you're just a good rapper. Like, it didn't really, it didn't really serve anything. It was like, oh, I just watched the music video. And yeah. Rapping. Was it supposed to be like the acclaimed, how they make disses on people? Yeah. So that's what it was supposed to be. But then also we're like, who is this girl again? But when the heels do it, it should be like comedic and bad where she was just like oh, i can good i can yeah. rap pretty she's well, like a legit you know? like singer musician yeah. or something so yeah it was it was weird it was like what is this serving what's Great the music purpose video. Yeah, yeah exactly um all right so i should check out qt marshall pentagon is what you're it was nuts okay. i'm not i'm not gonna lie i was like watching it and uh of course of course i always talk about when you're watching wrestling whether you're you live alone or you live with partner family whatever you're always watching wrestling and it's fine. Nothing's going on. Mm. But the second something nuts going on is when your Someone roommate walks into the room. So my girlfriend comes home from work as QT pulls out light tubes and she's like, what the fuck are you watching? I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll finish this <laughs> later. And I did. And I was like, oh my God, he's using light tubes. So pretty crazy. Okay. Can you explain something to me? Because I'm on the Wikipedia here. So uh, Roosh and LA Park were facing Sam Adonis and Psycho Clown in a tag match. Yeah. And the losers of this match are going to face at the next Triple Mania in a hair versus mask match. And this ended in a draw in 22 minutes. So now it's, so a, what na- so now it's, it's a four-way. It's a four-way <laughs> mask for hair. And what, the person that gets pinned? Or how does it I work? guess. It's Triple Mania, man. I don't know. So, yeah, how is this? Okay. So it's going to be a, on, a on the 12th, Mexico City on the 12th in August. It's a four-way mask versus hair match. So when we come back from our trip and we go to Demand Lucha, we're seeing a bald Sam Adonis, right? I guess, yeah. Roosh ain't cutting that hair. And I don't see L.A. Park or Psycho Clown at this stage in their career removing the mask. It's got to be Sam Adonis. We're, we're getting a bald Sam Adonis. He'd look fine. He's got He'll a fine, he's yeah. got a blonde like man bun mohawk thing yeah. going on. He'll he's shave around the sides anyway. Like yeah. he's, he's almost there. Uh, he's pretty funny when we see him at Demand Lucha. He's Corey Graves' brother, right? Yeah. Uh, he got really fucked up in this match. He posted a photo from his morning waking up in his hotel, and his hotel bed just covered in blood, like his from his back. I don't, Jeez. I forget the spot, but pretty crazy. Yeah, there was so much nonsense on this Triple Mania show. You had like the the teams matches. Like I swear. Um, What's it called? Vampiro was in action. Oh, I got to shout out our boy Vince, a listener out there. He's been listening to me for so long. Uh, Vince X, you know who you are. I was watching Triple Mania, and I saw this band come out for, uh, what is it, Mecha Wolf, this wrestler. 
and he's played out by his his band. And I'm like, wait a second, I know who this is. And this is one of our listeners, Vince, and uh, he played the, he played this guy out on Triple who Mania. Which guy he play out? Uh, Mecha Wolf. He plays Mecha in this guy's Wolf. band. So uh, all right, pretty pretty crazy. The band is called Monster Wolf Band on Instagram. So go follow them. Nice. But pretty crazy. This guy got to hang out with. He sent me a picture later. I shouldn't say, but he was like, "Yo, I'm I'm in Gorilla. Kevin, Kenny Omega just walked by." I was like, "That's pretty crazy." Mm-hmm. So shout out Vince. Shout out. Monster Wolf Band, who I saw. But yeah, uh, the main event of this show was Kenny Omega taking on Kyo Del Vikingo in the, the match that was supposed to happen, and then it happened mm. on Dynamite in the quote-unquote dream match. This one, I wouldn't say was as good as their first time around. I'm not saying this was Kenny Omega just kind of getting it out there, but... This is Kenny Every AAA match I've seen with Kenny Omega, yeah. it's goofball. Kenny Omega, yeah. even when he was champion. Like, when think when they did Andrade Kenny, I'm like, oh, they're doing Andrade Kenny, that's going to be nuts. And it was kind of goofy. And this, for a lot of it, was Kenny goofing around for the first, like, half of this match. Yeah, it's the second half he starts, like, destroying him. And then, actually, uh, pretty much out of nowhere, there's a super avalanche Poison Rana, nice, from Vikingo. And then the 630, and he pinned Kenny clean. Yeah, kind of. Like, shocking finish here. Because um, this is Tijuana, but the crowd are going nuts for Vikingo, but the crowd are going nuts for Kenny, yeah. actually. so. But it, it's how how often they're going to get Kenny Probably back not It makes back. way more sense having this title on Vikingo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I can't say this really did much for me, no. this match. This one, like, again, it was cool, it was fine, but it didn't live up to, like, maybe the hypes that I... Th- when I was hyped for it way back, right? To be fair to Kenny, he's doing blunt guts on Wednesday. Exactly. So, like... The highlights of this match was Kenny putting on his helmet and walking around and dancing and then yeah. stomping him and stuff. I love I love Kenny, but I did think you could... Because you had Don Callis come out in the beginning, basically, mm. like, threatening he's going to screw him. And then you didn't do that? Yeah, and you can do it in a way that isn't Vikingo, like, yeah. cheating. Yeah. But capitalizing on something you know yeah so still like cool match but definitely didn't live up to like maybe that first encounter where it was pretty much a showcase for vikingo but yeah so later on then they did a press conference where Takeshita attacked kenny from behind and then don was attacked by some guy as well but triple mania as always living up to the hype of being absurd and i never change triple mania so next one's august so next one's a four-way loser leaves loses their hair i don't know i i love triple mania at the same time it's it's so funny to me and so entertaining and if you don't watch it be sure to watch botchamania because i'm sure a lot of it will show up and end up in there but yeah never change i do want to one day go trifecta i gotta do it yeah tijuana maybe not so much anything else in the world of wrestling from this week you can think of i think We've covered. Yeah, I saw John Pollock, shout out J- Jopo, uh, tweet out about a, a Noah dream match, be- meaning uh, Nakajima and Miyahara, which was awesome. I just put that on before recording as well. And those two, I'm not super familiar with either, so I just kind of threw the match on and was watching. And I was definitely getting into it. They killed each other, so I would recommend that one there. Uh, but then, oh man, I watched something crazy this year, this this weekend, and that was... Kenny v. Osprey 2, but in form of Speedball Mike Bailey versus <laughs> Yoshi Hiko. Uh, so, so Mike Bailey fought the doll, the mm. DDT doll, at GCW Forever, and this was as ridiculous as you could imagine. I'm, I'm assuming this isn't for everyone, but I was howling laughing at some of these things. They basically like recreate everything from Osprey Kenny 2 down to like 
spots, down to someone dressed as Don Callis for some reason, <laughs> down to security, down to amazing, down to blading. <laughs> yeah, it shit got wild. Tiger driving ninety one. I don't even want to spoil what they do in this. Who takes match. it, <laughs> dude? It's nuts. It's so hilarious. I would recommend smoking a shit ton of weed before this one. This is a late night come home. Watch this one because it's gotcha. so ridiculous. But yeah, Speedball is 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 awesome, and he was fighting a doll. <laughs> I also want to give a shout out to Shotzi, yeah, Blackheart, who uh, storyline shaved her head in WWE, but it seems like it's kind of in uh, solidarity for her sister who's going through uh, cancer treatment right now, and she rocks it. She looks great. Oh yeah, yeah. So her sister, right? It's her sister yeah. that has – so then she did it as well. And I think Shotzi also posted that she got engaged yesterday or today as well. So nice. big weekend for Shotzi. Big weekend. Yeah, shout out Shotzi. Good stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's all the wrestling from this week. There was a whole lot of it yeah. from from Speedball and Adal to Triple Mania to Collision to everything. And we, we think we covered it all there. Yeah, Didn't talk much about WWE, but that's okay. Again, we'll, we'll there really wasn't. Yeah, so. there really wasn't much. I'm sure that we'll we'll give we'll do a bit of a prediction show like next week and stuff. But mm-hmm. I can't really think of what was what was going on there. But so much wrestling going. On. Oh, we didn't even talk about Impact. There's an Impact show last night as well, wasn't I, there? I've not watched that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I have no, a Saturday night job. It's amazing. <laughs> I watched what I did. <laughs> I think uh, Eric Young showed up. Oh, okay, so, so Team Canada. Yeah, Scott Demore's team, and uh, basically kind of showing that he did quietly leave WWE. He got that Roddy deal. Right. Slipped out the back like he wasn't even there. So mm. uh, Eric Young back in, in TNA. Hell yeah. A1 showed up. Team Canada. You probably right. don't even know who that is. A1 the sauce. <laughs> A1 sauce, baby. Nice. Steak sauce. Uh, but yeah, that was all the wrestling this week. Thanks for listening to us talk all about it. We will be back on Tuesday night over on the Post Wrestling feed right after NXT talking about that show and everything leading into the uh, what the Great American Bash. Oh, I guess yeah. that's in a few weeks yeah. as well. So next week we got um, – no, wait. Next week we got uh, Demand Lucha on Sunday night and then the following Sunday is Great American Bash and then the following Sunday is – the night after, the day after SummerSlam. So, so many. Is that so? Wrestling. Okay. How much wrestling? Yeah. Is the bash not on the same day as Demand? No. Okay. I think it's the 30th. Next week is the, okay. Yeah, maths. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, follow us on all the socials for all the other updates and stuff that we do. And check out our Patreon because it's what keeps the lights on. It's only five bucks. It's like a coffee. It's like a lunch. Mm. And uh, check out all the other podcasts that we do there. And thanks, everyone, for saying hi in the YouTube chat here yeah. on Sunday, uh, including Sam, Jake, MJ. Hey, MJ. Cool gang, Big B, Hassan. I see you all in the in the chat hey, there. Dickie, hey. everyone. Thank you. Appreciate that. And uh, I can't believe ah, we, have, we, have, we ended with a long time first time. First long time, time long first time. time from a Sam. Shout out, Sam. And shout out you for listening. I, myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. And we'll be back. And I'm just so happy that Kota Ibushi is also back. Goodbye. Ahoy!